Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. It looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab you a trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. You can't keep track of the time. What's the sense? Give you an example. There's a moment coming. It's not here yet. It's still on the way. It's in the future. It hasn't arrived. Here it comes. Here it is. Oh, shit, it's gone. (laughs) There's no now. There's no now. Everything is the near future or the recent past. But there's no present. Welcome to the present. (laughs) Gone again. You're listening to the Cobras and Fire podcast. Best of 2022, part one. As you know, November started off on a pretty high note for me. My wife and I took our anniversary trip out to Seattle. Um, a lot of stuff that tied into the whole grunge series I did and, and my, my, my personal love for that scene and the music. It just it, it brought me back. It was just a real everything about the trip was good. And, and I came home just awesome. And then, oh, you know, I, I really do need to hit one thing real quick. Part of that trip is that I, I just recently posted, I think for the second time, but I, I, I was waiting for my sunglasses to arrive. The Baco and Toots Pops. I, I, once I got my sunglasses on, I reposted another picture of it. And a guy named Chuck Lobson, uh, who it turns out is a is a, uh, a fan of the show, and that's what I want to get onto here. He, of course, uh, I get all these comments, you know, typically, oh, nice, cute, whatever, just whatever the, the standard social media bullshit. He's he's he took a shit on it. Um, turned out uh, after a little exchange, I think he was trying to make a joke that just didn't land. And I can relate to that. So I didn't bring this up to, ta- to to give Chuck a hard time about taking a dump on my just a cute little picture of a trip my wife and I took. Um, he threw in a comment on there about our show that I wanted to share with you. Oh, uh, does that have to do with Susan Boyle jokes not landing? <laughs> well, they don't land if the person's not listening. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> 
Go ahead. He says, by the way, you're killing it on the podcast lately. My favorite episode is Dave Ellison and plus Tony Contain's shopping cart. 2021 mm. was the best year for Cobras and Fire. So that's actually a very nice comment there, and that, that uh, means a lot to both of us. So I thought I'd share that with you. It does. Oh, well, thank you. All we right. Well, that, that uh, feedback. That, 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 we'll, we'll see if that uh, swings back into the story at some point. Okay. All right. So uh, anyway, November's off to a good start. Then about a week before Thanksgiving, our, someone tried to steal our car. And in the process of doing it, they, they smashed out the, the, the back window and the, destroyed the entire steering column. I had to get it in the shop. So uh, my, my, my car insurance, Progressive, they, they cover 30-day car rental. When I got the car to the actual body shop, my first car they gave me was a Nissan Kick. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen one of these things. I never even heard of the fucking car before. About two weeks into having this, I get a flat tire on the car. I contact Enterprise. Uh, <laughs> by the way, kudos to Enterprise. Every time I had a problem, and you're about to hear this was not the last one I had, did everything they could to take care of it quick. Um, so the place I got it was closer to my house, but I would, there's one real close to my work. They said, if you take it there, they got a car for you. I show up and the only thing they got, according to them, and I believe it, I've been hearing all this stuff on the news, but is a VW Beetle convertible. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and and what time of, all, of the year is this? Yeah. Yeah. I cannot stand that car period. It just is such a lame looking thing. And then you get in, everything's different. Like the gas gauge goes the opposite direction. I just, uh, nothing about this was good. It was a convertible. It was a total downgrade from a Nissan kick, if that's possible. But again, I just need to get back and forth to work until uh, my car is done, right? Hopefully before Christmas. The, ne- the next two days is a comedy of errors of me driving this thing, trying to get the key out of the ignition. It just gets stuck. All right, like, And there was twice. Like one time, you know, I was grabbing lunch and I just said, fuck it. I left the key in the car and went in and got lunch. After a few times where I just couldn't get the key out, I took it right to the dealer on my way back from physical the- or the the enterprise that gave it to me. And they say, well, we do have only only one car available, and it was a Dodge Challenger. And that I don't sounds know if better. Yeah, it is. It's a very nice car. This is a, a muscle car for people that that, that don't know. Definitely um, not something that that I'd, I would be driving in Minnesota in the wintertime. But at the time, you know, you're not thinking about it. Everything's dry. It's not going to snow for another couple of days, and then, then that'll bite me in the ass. But, uh, boy, that thing was a lot of fun to drive. And I had that basically until the, my car was finished. So there's a spoiler alert. They did actually wrap up my car. But they didn't get it done in time. So I'm dealing with the stress of, like, who's paying for this? And nobody's giving me a straight answer because if I have to pay for it, how long? And, like, I need to – it's fucking Christmas time. We're, we're fucking hemorrhaging money on gifts like crazy because it's just silly and stupid. And I'm like, I really don't need this right now. I don't even know if we can travel. I'm not taking this car out of town if we're going to get – we have to go visit people. All this stuff is weighing in on me. And um, to touch on something, about after about six months of lower back pain, I went and saw a doctor, and I've been in uh, – there's a, de- uh, a disc degeneration happening at the base of my spine. I've been in physical therapy for a little over a month, and that ties into this story in a couple different ways. All right, so – I get the the Challenger now. I, I'm actually set for cars, so there's no more car trouble, nothing more with Enterprise I got to deal with. But two days later, we get hit with 10 inches of snow. At first, kind of enjoying it. I just got to drive slow. I mean, I can I can handle this thing. I've driven rear-wheel drive in Minnesota before, but not since high school. 
uh, I get to the to pick up my wife at work, and it's at the mall, and the parking lot's empty. So I start doing some shitties, and this is actually kind of fun for a little bit. <laughs> I don't call them that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, donuts, whatever you want to call okay. them. I, why, why do you call them? Why do you call them shitties? I'm just I, curious. I never I, heard that term. That's what they were called. I didn't. I didn't come up with the term. I just you know, it's like doing shitties in a parking lot. I'm just saying that. Just the basis of that word even doesn't even sound like it sounds like something you're doing. That's a fun thing. It's not a shitty thing. It's a, a donut is the, actually the shape. A shitty mm-hmm. is just it's just a shitty description. Yeah, you might be breaking it down a little too hard, but uh, it, it does. It's very hick. It sounds very hick sounding. But uh, all right. So I but driving home now, <laughs> I live on a slight upgrade and then downgrade. I cannot get what up. percentage. I don't know. It's just it, you. I, mm. I would. I'm not going to call it a fucking hill, but it's not flat. Uh, but, right. but but my two neighboring streets are. I can't get up uh, our street with this fucking car. It just spins. So I back down the road, go over a block, and and uh, basically I get stuck parking it on a side street about a block from my house. But it's on the side of the, of the street where I would park on my street to avoid the, the snowplow emergency, right? I'm not looking forward to shoveling, period. Because of my back situation, but there's no, no way around it, right? I'm going to have to dig the car out in the morning, all that good stuff. Well, I get up to find out that on the opposite block, they p- plow the opposite sides. So they must zigzag up. And so now I don't, not only do I have to uh, dig the car out, I have to dig it out of it being plowed in, which is now a really heavy packed snow. This takes about 45 minutes, which is too long to get the car out and I still haven't got it out. So I walk back home. I tell Amy, she's going to have to take a lift to work. I got to dig this out. I got, and then I ended up having to get help. I literally had shoveled down to pavement around this whole fucking thing. And there's like about a four inches of ice under the two rear tires. And that just sits and spins. Um, so I had to get a buddy to come over and push me off. And once, once that happened, that was largely taken care of, except for now my physical therapy has been set back a little bit. It was just, I was basically immobile the rest of the weekend, uh, as far as doing any, any of the stuff I was supposed to stay up on. So I, and on top of that, I got a snow emergency ticket. So I got a lift ride, a snow emergency ticket. I bought the guy who helped me out uh, a $25 bottle of Jameson. So I'm $125 in the hole just because of a snow emergency. Then on our Facebook community group, there's some talk about this stuff. And a woman kind of indirectly calls me a lazy piece of shit. Why aren't they ticketing people like you? And I break down my whole story, and I'm like, "Did I pay? Did I pay enough of a penalty for you? You know what I mean, bitch." Oh, here's the kicker: while I'm getting my buddy to get me out after I've done all my shoveling, I felt like shit. But there was an old guy <laughs> out shuffling his sidewalk, just uh, like just right in front of where the car was, like uh, his house yeah, was yeah. there. And he's like, "I got a bad back. Any chance one of you guys could help me?" <laughs>
bit of an old story is all I'm getting about. But you know that Travis, Travis Scott concert? I think it was in Houston. There was a, there was a shooting at, and some people were, were killed, I believe. Yes. Okay. So Ace Freely had a theory on that. Did you get a chance to hear that? Um, no. Uh, right. You are the source of all my music news as usual. So yeah, please, okay. let me know. <laughs> well, he took to Facebook uh, and said, uh, here is his comment. In regards to what happened in Houston, Texas, our prayers go out to all the families who lost loved ones at the concert. Seems like it was a satanic ritual gone very wrong. (laughs) They'll be, and he said they'll, they'll be hell to pay for everyone who let those kids die. Oh, my God. Uh, Now, maybe somebody else is running his account because he's had some pretty weird posts. Uh, Uh But... A satanic, first of all, uh, there are no sacrificial, you know, rituals in Satanism that I'm aware of. Um, And he also went on to say all people of every faith and religion should band together and stop this from ever happening again in America. First of all, why only in America? Because it's only a fucking problem here, probably. Uh, But Satanism is a religion. So I assume when he says every faith and religion, he doesn't mean Satanism, because clearly they're behind all this nonsense. Uh, And and meanwhile, 50-year-old white men around the country started Googling, who's Travis Scott? (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. The the thing that's odd about that, too, is every time I hear Travis Scott, I think it's the drummer from Blink-182, but I'm wrong. (laughs) <laughs> I, seriously, I don't, isn't the guy's that's his name, name Travis somewhere? Barker? Yeah, there. Yeah, that's why I, I don't know why I go there, but yeah, I do. No, it's, I get it. It's, it's not that because he because he does dabble in like hip hop too. Yeah. So I think that or something like that. But uh, anyway, yeah, um, a lot of yeah. drummers dabble in hip hop because they can't actually play any instruments, but they can make mm. beats. Gotcha. See, it's the dabbling. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so back to the tragedy and Ace's. Uh, does Ace have a uh, current like girlfriend wackadoo? Is that I don't lady know still around? I don't know how if she's got the crazy eyes or not. But yeah, he. Uh, I can't remember her name. I'd, and you know, probably best not to bring her into it because I don't know anything about her. Um, but it's not that that one that uh, so fucking cool oh. has been interviewing. Um, okay. You, yeah. The, the, you, and by the way, on the, on that note, that that podcast also reached out and interviewed Paul Stanley's sister, which I thought was kind of tacky. Anyway. Okay. Uh, well, a couple more quick hitters in, in the Kiss world, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, I just. Uh, oh, did you have more? Uh, I, I I guess it's just funny in general that he would even bring Satan into it. The whole you know. Yeah. Knights and Satan service deal. Yeah, maybe, maybe you, he's, you wonder where because like if it's not him, wouldn't it be John Astronomy running that? And I don't know. The, and maybe I need to clarify my thoughts, and you can share yours. But to me, give me a break with the satanic stuff. It, it's just so seventies mom. You know, I mean, I thought we were fucking past some of this nonsense. It's just, I mean, I know Satanists are out there, but. They're not what you think, you know. <laughs> Just, they're, they're not doing sacrifices and taking guns into fucking hip-hop concerts. Yeah, that's a lot of work. Right, right. And, uh, you know, you, it's you, hard. To, it's hard to smu- I mean, listen, I mean, it's hard to smuggle a goat into a show. You got to you got to squeeze that in between, you know, your uh, D&D games and things of that mm-hmm. nature. That's right. No, but uh, but terrible situation. That happened yeah, no, I'm not, not making light of the the event. No. That, um, n- n- not not in a sense. I'm making light of Ace Freely and whoever 
runs his. Does he tweet? Here's my question: Does he tweet a lot? That's, I, don't I don't think even... he, not on Twitter, Facebook. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the, he did these posts called like socks freely, where every day he'd put wear some different goofy socks. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but that so was more he, lighthearted so and fun. You know what I mean? Um, so it's I like, oh, I like just. I, I'm not even gonna do an impression, but like, uh, like he he basically watched uh, Halford's account and was like, oh, I could do that. Just yeah. have a cat T-shirt, different socks. Yeah. What do you I, think? I hate fucking cats, though. Something. I bet you Ace really hates cats. <laughs> uh, that's true. I think I think all all Kiss members hate cats. Uh, maybe we'll get it. Maybe we'll. Yeah. I don't know. Gene seems like a well. No, he's got dogs, doesn't he? Well, no, I think he's got a couple I, cats. Gene's a cat guy. Don't you think Paul would be a cat guy? He's I'm halfway to a lesbian. <laughs> Is he? I don't know. It just felt like something good to say. No, it probably okay. wasn't. See, I, yeah, I mean, I didn't know lesbians all uh, stereotypically had a lisp. <laughs> no, they all they stereotypically have cats. <laughs> Is it getting better? Do you feel the same? Will it make it easier on you now? You got someone to blame. You say, one love, one life. When it's one need in the night, one love, we get to share. Skolnick from Testament having a, a rap alter ego, Scully D. He just dropped mm. a uh, anti-misinformation, anti-Fox News, anti-seditionist uh, uh, rap track. Uh, anyway, it's uh, it's a I think it's a fun listen. It, it, it was it's not something I would go back to as a rap song. I'm not a big rap fan to begin with, but. The guy actually does a pretty good job at, at, at the the rhyming scheme and, and his flow isn't isn't horrible. Yo, Jay, hype! What? Drop the beat. Flipping through the channels, Fox News prime time, prime time, crime time. Let's call it slime time. Competition lurks. OAN News Max. So Fox has to up the twisting of the facts. I'll need a detox from these toxic talks. It's like chains and locks on my cable box. All from watching Fox. Aww. This is a man who will change your sanity. He goes by the name of Sean Hannity. Followed up by Tucker. He's a disturbed mother. Shut up! <laughs> then the truth gets further tangled. As you're suffering through the Ingram angle. And getting way out of line. We got Judge Janine and her box of wine. With the liars and the leakers and the leftists running the asylum. So how the hell? Can there be a quid pro quo? The 2020 election was under historic protection, subject to inspection. But someone didn't accept his rejection. Had to go and start an insurrection. Such a scam, how could anybody buy it? Go to DC for a capital riot. Doomed and hapless preordained mission. Unrest for sedition, which is uncontestable. Or is it? Now they're calling it a tourist visit. Voting against an investigation. Now that's misinformation. You got a whole lot of nerve trying to misinform me. L-I-E. You're trying to tell the whole world what our eyes didn't see. B-I-G-L-I-E. Try to deny this blue in the sky. 
but a big lie, a big lie. Nothing but a big, big, nothing but a big, big, nothing but a big, big lie. Nothing but a big, big, nothing but a big, big lie. Give me G. Conservatives, uh, easily the best rapper from Testament. Yes, exactly. Uh, but based on some of the comments I'm reading, I think people think he's like seriously trying to get into the rap genre. Um, <laughs> and uh, that I don't think that was his goal at all. I think, like I, I think I told you, it's more like listening to a Weird Al song. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, he's already got Joaquin Phoenix in the group. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that his deal a couple years ago? Like, yeah, did he, where he like, pretended do a fake to, rap career? Yeah, he did something, right? Like, where he pretended to to do... God, I just don't remember. I know what you're talking about. I think you're right. I think you're right. Anyway, I take that as seriously as that is my point. But that's cool. He has a little bit of fun with it. I'll definitely check it out, listen yeah. to it once. Yeah. But and, uh, uh, not add it to a playlist. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's not something I'll be downloading anytime soon or uh, or, or, or pre-streaming. Um, that's my that's my new move now. I'm stealing that from you. I'm going to be a pre-streamer. So. Yeah. <laughs> early, ad- early adapter. There's a euphemism in there somewhere, streamer. right? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> familiar with this uh, hot new trend of NFTs going around where rich people spend money on uh, a digital file, basically? I got time. I'd love you to break it down more. I thought I knew what it was from a quick chat, but uh, I just know that they don't have fungus. Yeah, they're not fung- fungusable. Uh, yeah. It was actually talked about recently on Blame Your Brother, and uh, and 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 it, it it intrigued me because David said, and if you don't know what NFTs are, I will break it down, and explain it for you. And I heard the oh, explanation good. from him that I've heard hundreds of times, and I still I get it, but I don't get why people would spend money on this. So basically, an NFT is like, and and he compared it to like buying the Mona Lisa or buying a poster of the Mona Lisa. You know what I mean? But to okay. me, if, if did you it help own, with a Southern accent, it did. It did not. And um, his Southern charm did not uh, break it down any. Uh, yeah. So and then him and I had a, had an uh, our own little text exchange, which he shared on on the next episode of Blame Your Brother, um, oh. where he basically just said, I'm an I'm an idiot who doesn't understand anything. Um, but OK, so, sure. so basically, like, you know, there's there's gifts and JPEGs that, that we've all seen, you know, and someone will say, yeah. I want to own that. And I really don't know how you can do that once they become like these pop culture things, right? They're everywhere. I can literally just 
pull my thumb down on the screen, hit download, and I now have it. So what, what it is, somebody at some point created that, and they are selling those individually. And I don't understand it. Again, it's like, what would be the point? You know, and his point is that it's just rich people wanting to spend money on something. It's like buying the Mona Lisa. It's not because the Mona Lisa, you put on your wall or in your house or put it wherever you want, but you're holding something that Michelangelo touched. You know what I mean? His fingers were on this fucking thing. Uh, right. How do I even know that the, the, the digital file I'm getting is the actual file that was created? There's really no way to, to, to prove that, is there? Uh, I don't know. But I just realized that that uh, there must be something wrong with my internet because I tried to look up NFT definition just to make sure it didn't say it's like old it's like owning the Mona Lisa. I don't think that's what it says from the, uh, <laughs> the official definition. <laughs> so yeah, no, I did, that, a little fun there with David. But uh, anyway, I brought this up because Ozzy Osbourne, of course, is entering the world of selling NFTs, and oh, cool. I'll tell you this. I'll I'll buy an Ozzy NFT when he can explain to me what an NFT is. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear his explanation of the Oh, in the in the story, it describes an NFT as a a non an NFT or a non fungible token is a piece of data <laughs> that verifies you maintain ownership of a digital item like work, a meme, a tweet, or in this case, a pixelated image of a bat. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, again, like, and the thing is, like, once somebody owns this, that doesn't stop it from being everywhere. They don't suddenly get to be able to make copies and sell it like they own the master tapes of, of, of an album or something like that. Yeah. It's just theirs. And they can they can turn around and sell it if someone wants to buy more. And if there's all these weird rules about it, and it's just, I don't know. Yeah, to me, let's, it's, let's, it, let's... it's silly. <laughs> Just have Ozzy explain what it is, though. Yeah, I started living between John McEnroe's lunatic brother and Peter, Paul, and Hitler. Shut the fuck up! They couldn't have built that fucking tennis court any closer to the barrier if they had tried. If it was any place I wanted to go, the line is always longer than I'm willing to. to like, I'll go someplace else. Uh, but right. no, I, I don't like their coffee. It's it, it does not taste good to me. If, if a lot of the crap they sell just is for people who don't like coffee, which is just baffling to me. It's like, why the fuck are you like? Well, can I get that? But make it mocha, make it iced. Let's put you know with the crap we've all. Basically, you're buying a chocolate yeah, yeah. malt. You know what I mean? So, correct, correct, correct. Go to McDonald's. Well, I go. Well, I go in there uh, for. A pike, an actual coffee, is what I get. Mm-hmm. 
just so, you, just so listeners know. And most of the time, it's because of the fact that I, I ran out real quick and I want to get a breakfast sandwich and I want to pay too much for it. So, so when I do this, <laughs> I, get, I, I, get, I get in the drive-thru. And um, this has happened at not just one location, but multiple all over Denver, multiple Starbucks. But I'll be in, be in the drive, uh, you know, I'll order, at most, I'll order a sandwich and a coffee. That's my order, you know, maybe $7 or whatever it is. I'll get up there and, the, and I'll go, and I take out my card, and they go, oh, don't worry about it. The car ahead bought it for you. Mm. Ha, ha, they, they paid it forward, and they, and they bought it for you. And the first time this happened, about a year ago, it's probably happened 10 times now. The first thing I thought was, they said the lady in front bought it for you. I'm like, oh, yeah. Look at me. <laughs> yeah, looking man. good in my car. Now we're talking. Like I, like, you know what I mean? Like, You're I'm like, looking I, for like, a phone number on the cup. <laughs> that's right. I'm like, I'm like, this is my lucky day, you know? I must be looking good for work or whatever. And, you know, and, but the first She's time. Like, I think uh, that's Tony Romo. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's wearing the hat. <laughs> that guy needs his coffee pay paid for him. Uh, and then and then this happened again. So before I go further with this, has that ever happened to you? No, any, but the, any, uh, any the vice versa. I've uh, uh, I don't know what the hell was came over me, but I was in a McDonald's drive through a few years back, and uh, uh, a police car was behind me. We were, I was getting breakfast. Okay, uh, I uh, and uh, I said, hey, well, I'll, I'll pay for his too. And uh, you uh, did. Yep. I, I, okay. I, you know, no, it was a it was a police officer. I was just trying to do something nice for uh, the, the the men and women in blue. Um, but uh, yeah, I got a thumbs up from him uh, once he got up to the pay window. But uh, okay, never okay. never had it where it was paid for me. No, nobody well, nobody looks at me and thinks that guy should uh, get a free coffee. <laughs> well, that's my point. So 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 then Fuck it's happened. Right. So then it's happened a few more times where where. The second or third time, I'm like, "Is my car really dirty? Do I look like I need it? Do I need that guy? Like that guy shouldn't be at Starbucks, and I need to pay for it." There are a lot of homeless people in Denver. (laughs) Yeah, that drive cars. Yeah, go to Starbucks. Yeah, why not? And and, and, but 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 every time, this is how it usually goes. Though is they'll say something like, "That guy bought your your food for you. Did you want to do the same for the person Mm. behind?" I like that, and I go, nope. <laughs> I, always, I always take off. So I'm, 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 my theory is now when I'm getting this is I don't think there's actually somebody buying it ahead of me. I think that the Starbucks thing it's like a social experiment because oh. it only happens at Starbucks, and I think there are a lot of a few quote pay it forwards. And I think though that there's a gambling ring inside of Starbucks and that they're laying down money like how many cars back do you think this guy will go will that way will, will it go three or four deep will this guy get it and all I gotta tell you is I'll just tell you if there is a if I'm coming there the, the game's bust <laughs> every single time I go <laughs> I go thanks for the free food suckers and I let, just drive off let's put it on a more realistical realistic angle what if yeah. the person in front of you did not pay for your cup like you're like you're kind of suggesting right yeah yeah but I don't know where Break I'm going now. Now the math doesn't make know. sense. I'm, I'm trying to come up with a way that they're double dipping, like getting oh, you to okay. pay for yours. And maybe the person behind, maybe anytime an order behind you is more expensive than yours, they ask you if you'll pay for the, like they come up with the story. And a lot of times people go, you know what, I'll do that. And then they end up paying more than they would have paid for their own purchase. Next car comes up, they just get paid for their own order. They're never told. And uh, the cashiers are skimming and putting that in their pocket. Okay, so there's two theories there. All I say is that there's no really right way to do this because, like, if you say, like, like, hey, did you want to pay for the person's stuff behind you? You look back there and you're like, 
uh, how much stuff do they get? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if it's less than what I paid, sure. Let's, let's, I'm still in the, in the clear. But, but when I think about all this too, I'm like, this happens at Starbucks. You know where it never happens? Jack in the box. that I typically visit, uh, much to my chagrin, is right next door to a Hobby Lobby. Because of this, uh, <laughs> I try to plan any any stop, my, my weekly stop to uh, stock up on uh, the Coors Light cans uh, mm-hmm. when my wife is not with me. Uh, but sure. sometimes it's just unavoidable uh, because that means I'm also going to Hobby Lobby is all I'm getting at. Uh, so I, a couple of weeks ago, we uh, we stop off and she darts for Hobby Lobby while I go in to get my one case of beer. I come out and then I and you know put the beer in the car and go into Hobby Lobby to meet her. And uh, we do some shopping. And she always like tries to twist this around, too. Like it's actually something I enjoy. And it's really for me. And like she'll find something. Hmm, this, you'd like that. Wouldn't you like that? And then we'll end up buying it. This time it was a uh, immersible Probably blender beans. that looks like a uh, lightsaber. So uh, anyway, we're standing in line. And right in front of us... Uh, uh, Checking out is a is a lady and and her son who between seven and eight years old. That's eight is the peak, and this kid is being a little fucking shit. He is like you know that bubble tape gum or whatever that looks like a tape measure and it's it's gum pulls out like a strip. Sure, okay, yeah. that's what he wants and he's not getting it. Mm-hmm. But now to the mom's credit, as much as this little shit's throwing a tantrum, she's being firm, but also calm. So I appreciate mm-hmm. the effort she's making. Sometimes kids are just, you're trying to just unload your cart and keep your, your kid to shut the fuck up. And, and to do that and remain peaceful to me is, is an accomplishment at times. Uh, so I, I felt for her. Anyway, um, mom uh, goes to, finishes unloading the stuff and she goes to put the cart where, uh, put the cart away. And as he walks away, the kid looks at the mom, turns around, looks me dead in the fucking eyes, grabs that bubblegum tape. Turn does a little spin and tuck sucks that fucker right in his pocket, and Amy and I look at each other. We're just like, "What the fuck?" Like, you mean stealing it? Yes, he's just shoplifted, and he 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 fucking stared me down right before he did it too. You know, he's Ooh. just he looked right at me, man, and I'm like, and now I'm like, 
what the, I'm starting to think like, you know, am I on an episode of What's, what would you do? You yeah. know, and I'm expecting that tall man to, from ABC to come out and like, oh, well, you know what I would do. There's two situations here. If that kid put it in his pocket, but they were using the self checkout line and say, that's OK. You get something free. <laughs> You're just doing, it's a little commission for you. It's yeah. all right, kid. You'll learn this later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, trust me, this kid did not deserve a reward, but it was also not self-checkout. Uh, okay, so I'm going. like, I'm looking at like, Amy and we're kind of like having this like silent conversation with each other. Like, should we tell the mom? Should we say something you know out loud? Yeah, uh, this is a lot of stuff. And, and I just, I panicked. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I mean, there's part of me that would be a hypocrite, you know what I mean? But that's... Every parent, right? We've all done stuff we don't want our kids to do. Sure. Uh, but my shot, but not, not at eight years old. I wasn't ripping shit off. You know, not on purpose. I might have, like, grabbed something and didn't know, you know, like, couldn't have it. But uh, so anyway, for, I clumsily waited until they were done. And then I said something to the cashier. And I'm like, as the words came out of my mouth, I'm like, what the fuck is the point of this? What, you know. <laughs> In hindsight, you see that you see that kid over there. He's got yeah, the bubble. Exactly, he's got and the you, bubble tape. She's like, ah, oh well, that's a, you know. But again, I don't, I don't know. I have no rational reason. Like I said, I was just kind of panicking. Like, like I'm trying to to do the right thing here. Uh, do do I say something to the mom, or is the mom going to suddenly? Maybe she's not this like reserved mom doing her best. She is like, how dare you fucking talk about my kid that way? You know, you don't know what you're fucking getting into. In hindsight, here's what I think I should have done. Oh, I think okay. I just should have just said, put that back to the kids sternly. And that's it. And then any conversation that came after that could have been just the mom seeing me. Because she was right there, too. But, she, you sure. know, she just hadn't turned around uh, and walked back yet. So um, what, what, what's the right thing to do there, man? Um, well, Hobby first, Lobby's not going to go broke over this. But what if this kid now is just on a – that's the first domino, man. Well, that's, that's what I was to say is, is it to, to, to ease your – your uh, you know troubled mind uh, store seven sixty five uh, Hobby Lobby still reported a profit for that day. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, <laughs> right? to me, the, the the issue is with the act and and the relationship between yeah. the the kid and the mom. No, I know. I, I think that basically, uh, if you want my opinion, you kind of if you want, I probably would. Yeah, that's like what kind of it's it's like more time. You're, you, first off, you're going to end up having a longer time there of some conversation that you mm. were planning. You know what I'm saying? So if you, if you, maybe you just tell the, uh, the parents, Hey, just so you know, you, you want to check little, your kid's uh, pocket. Little, there. Little, little, little sticky fingers on uh young, uh, like young Brian here. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you might want to check his pockets. I'm just letting you know, or maybe you mention it and her eyes like get big as saucers and like, fuck they, this guy's figured out my, my whole, Sting operation, right? Yeah. Maybe that's what she Spend does. Spend ninety dollars and steal a this, eighty cent piece of gum. <laughs> <laughs> no. Maybe he's a mule. You know what I mean? Like maybe it's a whole mother and daughter. Oh dog, yeah, uh, that's a whole son. routine. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. Sometimes up, it's gum, right? But they, they go out there, and maybe she re- then maybe she returns the stuff afterwards, and he's the, the kid has muscled out everything she needs, and she just comes back. Oh, this didn't fit. Whatever, like that. It's just a, it's just a thing. It's a fucking. <laughs> it's, a, it's a scam. So uh, there's all kinds of different ways. You know, obviously my my mind is always going towards the evil on every transaction. Yeah. Pay it forward. Something kind. Of course, it can't be something kind. So I don't know what the right thing. I would I would just mention something to that. I wouldn't deal with a kid because the kid's already. I don't think he gives a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, oh, clearly, if he's doing that, he just he doesn't care what 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 uh, he's looking uh, at me. And, and that's the other thing. How about that? He he goes, "You're not going to fucking say anything, are you? You little pussy." <laughs> right? He's like, yeah. He talks to you. He's just like, listen. 
no pod, no fucking podcaster tells me what to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you think I'm going to take, take advice from a podcaster? Give me a break. Yeah. You're not even spending your time wisely. <laughs> oh, man. When was the last time you shoplifted? Oh, well, just ask me the last time I went to a self-checkout line. All I want to do is have a little fun before I die. Canada, Elsie, uh, uh, Loverboy uh, has dropped a new song uh, called Release. Uh, have you heard it? I have not heard the release of Release. All right, no. that, uh, you're better off, but I'll play a snippet here. Yeah! It's true, we dress in black. We have each other's back. And we stand up proud. It's a frontal attack. It's a matter of fact. Think about me and you. Yeah, that sucks. Anyway, uh, good to see Loverboy is still doing something. I'm not really sure why, but... Uh, uh, they're, validating, they're validating those uh, headlining spots on those, uh, <laughs> you know, Freedom Fests. Yeah, if the border music. opens anyway. Uh, but but yeah. Wally Gator's probably got a couple interviews with the guys scheduled up for uh, the CGCM radio. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I, just another Loverboy news, they also sold their publishing and... Uh, 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 and that's why you'll see the band at Cheesecake Factory eating for free tonight. <laughs> you want a piece of my heart? Uh, that's uh, that's fake news. Uh, I bought the Loverboy catalog. Uh, oh, it was yeah. you? Yeah, a couple weeks ago. It's, it was going to be a surprise gift for you for our, our show anniversary coming in April. You want a piece of I can't my wait for working on the weekend to be shoved down my throat in multiple different ads. Oh, God. Good luck. All right, man. Well, uh, in our, that's our annual Loverboy news. Uh, we got it out of the way early here. Good. Um, yes. So got the bang, rest of the bang. year to just float. You uh, very official. <laughs> float like Vince Neil at a water park, right? Mm. 
Kelsey uh, of Cobras and Fire will be on the Monsters of Rock cruise. Uh, I, my understanding is uh, you will be available for autographs, but not pictures. Is that accurate? That's correct. Is I'm in the uh, small, uh, the seeing eye chart, and right near the bottom, where yeah. it says, uh, I think it's after, uh, talks about the cleaning facilities. N- now, um, is, is the, the no photos thing related to your COVID weight gain? <laughs> That's correct. That's right. <laughs> I don't want anybody but seeing me, uh, you know, not in perfect uh, prime health. Will you be swimming with your shirt on or off? <laughs> hmm. I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say it just depends on how many beers I have, <laughs> and, and if that if that you know that all day uh, uh, shirt uh, fits properly, you yeah. know what I mean. Like if you have, if it's that nice blue shirt, nice and sleek, <laughs> and you're like that guy looks in shape, it's holding everything in. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. I think if you go if you go swimming with a shirt on, it should be a Ted Nugent shirt. I think so too. And you know, actually, if I swim with my shirt off, it might, uh, you know. Maybe you're not part of the, the cult. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right? Like, if you have the shirt, I feel like, that guy is not wearing a shirt swimming. He's not a real rock fan. Hmm. What do you think? A real Monsters of Rock cruise fan. Oh, yeah. You might stick out like a guy wearing a blue T-shirt. I will also be a hypocrite <laughs> as I will be wearing khaki shorts. Yeah. All right. Well, I thought we both agreed khaki shorts were fine. I guess so. Yeah. yeah that's fine. But they have to hit your knee. Nothing above. That's a little, <laughs> a little too much. All right. Too much, too much skin, huh, there, Father? That's right. That's right, uh, <laughs> hey, but yeah, hey, man, I'm excited. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll break it down here. What are we? What are we talking about here? What are you excited for? <clears throat> sure. Well, I mean, the Monsters of Rock cruise has been going on for I think damn near a decade, mm-hmm. and this year has been <clears throat> basically in. Uh, I would say June or July. I decided, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go on a cruise. I used to live near this damn thing <laughs> in Florida, where I could have just driven there and gotten on the boat. Yeah. So now that I'm in Colorado, I'm going to go. Uh, found a fellow, uh, I'll just call him former fan of the show, David Glenn, uh, after, <laughs> after, after, after he rooms with me, right? Maybe you give him some tips. <laughs> oh my God. Maybe he'll, uh, he'll start his own podcast. Can I, you ever seen that episode of Seinfeld where Kathy Griffin becomes a comedian who only tells jokes about how shitty Jerry Seinfeld is? Oh, that's great. <laughs> David will start his own anti-LC podcast. He goes, my five days with LC, and it's enough material for years. <laughs> what do you think? He writes a book, goes on Oprah. <laughs> is, is Oprah still a thing? I don't know. Uh, it will be. She'll, she'll reopen her show just for these stories. Fucking uh, Barnes & Noble signing copies. <laughs> he just, the rest of his life is set. You're set, Dave. When you were before, couldn't look you in the eye. Just like an angel, your skin makes me cry. You float like a feather in a beautiful world. I wish I was special. You're so fucking special. But I'm a creep
Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and it's that time of year. It is March Badness, where Cobras and Fire tackles the one topic every other podcast is afraid to do, Ooh. and that is uh, talk about a, a shitty album. So, uh, yeah, we're talking about the baddest, <laughs> crappiest records in rock and roll history. Uh, up to this point, we've covered quite a few. So here are some uh, contenders and winners from past years we will not be talking about today. We will not be talking about Metallica, St. Anger. Music from the Elder from Kiss, another Kiss record, Sonic Boom, Adrenalize, Van Halen 3, Saints of Los Angeles, and of course, last year's winner, Peter Chris, One for All, which was picked <laughs> by one of our guest hosts back again this year, uh, are the, the hosts of uh, Decibel Geek. Let's start with Chris. Chris, number one pick last year. You had the number one pick overall. You ended up winning everything. Uh, this year, you're picking number four. What, do you, what are your chances this year, you think? I've got some pretty horrendous stuff to to share with you, so I, I, I I'm pretty confident. Well, well, no, they say in life there's only one one for all card to play. Okay, <laughs> you played it, buddy. Or is there another? It's powerful. What about you, uh, Aaron? Uh, how are you feeling about your picks this year? You all, you, you think you can uh, take the crown from your co-host there? I was angry last year that I came so close but fell short to the power of the awfulness <laughs> of Peter Chris's one for all. And I, you know, figured, you know what? I participated in this. I need to at least listen to the episode that these guys do with it so that I suffer <laughs> as much as anybody else. And I want you and your listeners to know that we all suffered together. Mm-hmm. And, and we're ready to do it again. Except this time, I'm going to win it. Because I've got a whole new approach. Uh-oh. Last year, Ooh. my plans did not work. This year, totally new approach. I'm taking it home. March wow. back. And what about you, my right-hand man, L.C. Fox, the other the co-host of Cobras and Fire with me? Uh, how are you feeling about the 2022 March Badness? Hmm. We'll see. Mysterious. Okay. Uh, I'll just say, uh, like Aaron, I have I've kind of mixed yeah. up my 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 overall plan of attack. I'm gonna maybe I'll have some similar picks. I'm probably gonna steal a pick or two from you guys, um, but I also got a handful of new uh, records that uh, didn't even make the, the bracket last year that I think might push me over the edge. Um, real quick, uh, a little. My, su- did you change your strategy though? Somewhat. Just a little like bit. Aaron? Yeah, yeah. I think I did too. Okay. Uh, and mine upside down. As a nod to the listener, each one of us on our fourth overall pick will be picking from the list of albums that listeners submitted on the Cobras on Fire group. So uh, let's if, if you're a lucky winner, you will be included. Well, I don't know. We, there's no prize to this. You have to sit through a crappy album at the end of all this. So, um, Gentlemen, uh, before we get started, any final parting shots, some cheap, maybe some smack talk we want to throw at each other? I, I just I don't want to say anything to anybody. I just want to say thank you to the rock gods for this genre producing such great and such awful music to talk about <laughs> and, and everybody involved with it. So I think we are blessed with great content. We've got a lot to talk about tonight, boys. Yeah, a lot Abs- of ground to cover, and none of it's good. I got a picture of Don't say anybody, there's a hole in your head, there's a hole in your head Where the birds can't see you alone Don't say anybody, no, I'm just doing it 
I just want to say congratulations on being possibly the first grandfather podcaster in the group. <laughs> yeah, I want. Yeah, I, I, there has to be somebody else. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Right. I don't know. All right, well, let's go with it. Uh, yes, uh, um, and, and I don't know. Yeah, so I, I my my grandson came into the world on uh, February nineteenth around eleven a.m. So uh, cheers to that! Uh, congratulations to my uh, stepdaughter Jade and her husband Logan, uh, or as I like to tell them, I do on the show. Shout out to Logan. Uh, but yeah, so it, it's all good. Uh, baby mother are doing good. They should be getting discharged today or tomorrow as we're recording this. So um, yeah, it's a pretty big day. And I know a lot of people are, are heard the news and they're thinking, man, I wish Baco would have been my grandpa. Uh, I'm right. sorry. I can't. I can only do it, you know, on a limited basis. So yeah, this okay. kid's in are for you, a fucking are, shock. Are you good with revealing the name or is that private? That's probably okay. His name is Leo. Inspired by your endless Leo DiCaprio <laughs> memes, yes? Yeah. yeah, you mentioned that. That's now officially the story I'm going to tell. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I did offer to name the child early on in the pregnancy, uh, but for whatever reason, they declined. Will you be, uh, my question is, will there be at least one time when you Photoshop that face, expre- facial expression, Leo DiCaprio, <laughs> on a baby picture of, of Leo? I see it. As of I, now, as of now, that is now going to definitely happen now. Yes. Thank you for okay. the, <laughs> you're the inspiration. Every stage of his life is the same fucking joke. Yeah. Uh, Every year. Here he is at uh, the carnival. Yeah. Doing that face. Anyway, but, uh, but no, I just, I just think it's a great thing for you. And, and I just think that now, you know, even at this point, people always seem to come to, you know, other podcasts come to you for advice. But now that you're a grandfather, <laughs> I think, I think, I think that just elevates your status yeah. in the community. And I just also think it's great too, that down the road that, you know, <laughs> if Leo, if Leo's on a quiz show, he's going to be like, and he gets a kiss question. He'd be like, I know who to call. I'm calling, <laughs> I'm calling grandfather. Use my grandpa line, kiss. Yeah. My grandpa knows yeah. everything about Kiss. Yeah, I don't get it. It was blood, like blood about Kiss. And then also, I can see him at like age <laughs> age twelve or thirteen. You bring him, you you pull him aside, and you're like, one day these Kiss barrels will all be yours. <laughs> I might be able to get. You got to add that to the, the uh, my will. legacy. <laughs> Your legacy, man. You got all this stuff like that, and then uh, uh, and then you'd be like, listen, back in my day, we called it squish. What do you think of that yeah. conversation? <laughs> oh, he's going to get a lot of inappropriate uh, language uh, from Grandpa, I'm sure. So I, I think it, the ship has sailed on me being, uh, I don't know, too straight-laced when it comes to that. I don't know that I could dial it back anymore is all I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah, it's just terrible life advice from Grandpa. It just starts a novel. <laughs> Just enough time to last to see the last like four songs of the night from this from this guy we didn't know that was a replacement, but uh, meet up with Dave and of course 
you know, hungry. So we decide, hey, we're in Miami. We might as well get some, some food at some authentic, you know, Cuban restaurant, mm-hmm. right? So we uh, wander and there's the, – it's the airport, so it's not that, that much stuff. But I ended up eating what uh, – do, do you know what a Cuban sandwich is? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're of a man course. from Minnesota. But describe what a Cuban sandwich would have on it. Just, just in general. Oh, it's ham, pickle, uh, uh, Swiss cheese. Thin bread. Swiss right? cheese, mustard. Yeah, the bread is actually smashed and smashed. Part, of, part of the grilling process. So. Okay. I went to an authentic Cuban got, restaurant. Got a great, apparently- I got a great Cuban burger recipe. Yeah, I'll share it at Sun's mm. Up Mike's up this summer. Okay. <laughs> the Cuban sandwich that I had was a uh, a loaf of French bread with cold cold ham, no pickles, mm. and uh, and some mustard on it. So that was my 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 sandwich. That no, zero zero star. Oh, but, but hold on, right out of the gate, uh, this is the classic LC move. It's like you know what? I'm in Miami for like 73 minutes. Yeah, we should. Hunt down some authentic Miami Cuban food hold on, hold in a on. very Before difficult even... and, and drawn out process. What do you think? Nope. And David Gwynn is this? like, I've already yelped and got seven recommendations of. Okay. Well, before you even go into that, so I gave <laughs> so so Magic City Casino Casino with no food. Okay, they had. Mm. I would have eaten a burger at the fucking bar at the Magic City Casino. Nothing magic about it, by the way. Mm. There's, there's. It's, it's just. Hey, a, hey, hey, I like, see where you're going. What? I see where you're going here. That's not how you told the story. You're like, hey, I'm in Miami. We should go try some. Mi-. That's literally <laughs> what you said just a minute ago. Is that right? <laughs> Meet up with Dave, and of course, you know, hungry. So we decide, hey, we're in Miami. We might as well get <laughs> some some food at some authentic, you know, Cuban restaurant, mm. right? <laughs> and then we walked around for the only place that was open still at eleven thirty at night on a Tuesday, and that was this place. That, uh, that, that's the reality. That's why you got what you got. But uh, okay, yeah. all right, all right. Any, anyway, that's I love I love the ribbing already. Okay, so again, it was my fault that we went to the wrong restaurant, and that was the only one available. We, we were going to McDonald's. Oh, I'm not anywhere. suggesting you could have found something better, but I'm just the way you told that. It's just like you know, I'm barely here long enough to walk across the street. We should do something that's really complicated and going to take up a lot of time. Uh, well, it was also that and finding uh, finding an authentic Miami brewery too that made a certain type of uh, <laughs> of Miami beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Okay. What kind of swell? Oh, by the way, that that bar. It was Tuesday night. It was they had a special on the uh, you know the thing. That, well, to go with that, remember the thing that said like, oh, all they have is Budweiser and Bud Light, right at the uh, event. David they Glenn post that. posted that. Yeah. Yes, David Glenn posted that, which which. Uh, was true, except if you went to, you know, I'm always like, wanted to, there's always another thing. So I went to this other bar. You, you can always had, find it, yeah. You, yeah, you. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, but I had another one that had, the Budweiser's up front were like eight bucks. And then they had a deal on Tuesday, Stroh's Light, bro, Ooh. for three bucks. I had a fucking, I had, t- I, I, I paused, I'm like, give me two. I just started off with two Stroh's Lights on my trip. So there you go. I'm already in the, fuck microbrews, man. I, 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 I'm I proud of you it. if that's the direction you went. My God. Uh, Stroh's? But you know what? Three dollars is hard to pass up. <laughs> so, no. Uh, Three dollars. I was like, say it again. Give me, give me. I mean, I know it's fucking Stroh's, but nobody sells fucking, you know, like shit beer even at a bar for less than $5. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, so I was all Stroh's all night. <laughs> Will pay. All 
see these bands more than once. Did you and David in advance come up with a shower masturbation schedule or was it uh, <laughs> something you kind of decided once you got checked in? You know, I think we kind of, we kind of vetted each other on that uh, in the beginning. Uh, you know, I, I, it reminded me when I got there of a joke many years ago that you came up with the fact that I think it was like three or four years ago, you're talking about just that Everybody was jerking off this cruise because, like, I think we had like like some Drano for semen power, yeah, Drano yeah, semen like, power, like, yeah. for the shower. Yeah, there was like a, 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 a joke meme going around of like, the, yeah, the, the I, I think we kind of monsters of rock cruise whatever, clogging up uh, drains, and we made for, Meister jokes and stuff. Yes, but, uh, I think that's what it was. Who I got to meet uh, for the first time too, and uh, no, we just kind of worked out. I think we just jerked off on our own, own time. I never <laughs> just whenever he confessed, he was like, yeah. I never, I never heard any weird sounds coming from the bathroom. <laughs> Actually, we had like uh, kind of like shitting on the bus. We just had our rules like come back in twenty minutes. You know, yeah. go do your thing. Okay. Yeah. So that was nice. So no, no official, no official jerking off schedule. No. Uh, how big was the bed you guys shared? <laughs> <laughs> Funny too. We get there and it was like the planes, trains, and autom- automobiles uh, scene where they walk in and there's one queen bed like that. You're like, you're like dun dun, and you look around, you scan, you're like, where's the other bed? <laughs> oh, man. So they had to fix that, and they uh, apparently there's all they did was they just moved the the beds. Oh, that's handy. Yeah, so I guess when you're there and you get a queen, it's really just two twins or whatever together. No waking up with uh, your hand between so, two pillows. No, no, but that, that was pretty amusing when we first saw that. We're like, okay, <laughs> gonna be an interesting trip. <laughs> My hand would have been right up like dibs on the floor. Uh, <laughs> about you. Um, I, I looked up and got some information to make sure there's nothing I could do to help, you know, assist you in these travels. So I pulled up the Monsters of Rock Cruise. If you go to their website, they have a what to know PDF that you can download. It's basically a 10 page yeah. document. And there's a couple items on here I wanted to, that I highlighted that I wanted to run by you. Uh, then no, now there's sure. a page called customizing your vacation. And there's one part as I'm reading about three paragraphs and it says in 2022, we are doing an Unlimited, they capitalized unlimited and underlined it. So they and this whole thing is put in bold with the rest of the, the yeah. paragraph, isn't unlimited alcoholic drink package. Did you partake in that? The one thing you'll never hear outside 
of the cruise is this phrase. And I heard this phrase from many people. The drink package was a great investment. <laughs> <laughs> so do you know how much it was then? It doesn't say. Yes, I know exactly what it is. So, no, no, first off, it's not an investment. Yeah. It's a cost. An investment is stocks and things like that. Yes, but anyway, yes. so the, the, the package was, it was very strict. It's $100 a day. You have to get it for all five days. So five hundred bucks. Everybody, everybody in your cabin also has to, to to qualify. Has to get it too. So you can't be like the, the mule that's going out and getting the alcohol and bringing it back. Oh, you know what I'm yeah. I was like, I don't understand that, but now it makes total sense. It's like a buffet. You know, you you can't fill up your plate. You bring it to Dave and then go back for yourself. Okay, okay. But again, I want to make sure that the, when you're hearing the drink package was a great investment. You're not hearing it that way. You're thinking you're hearing the drink package was a great. Sounds like Ozzy Osbourne telling you that yeah. information. Okay, a lot of drunk motherfuckers on this book. Oh <laughs> yeah, okay, my and, people. And by the way, so with the with tip included, a beer will cost you like a Coors Light will cost you about nine or ten bucks. That's what I expected going into this. That when they add all the bullshit and the tax and all that stuff in there, it's going to be up my nine or ten bucks. So. No fucking way am I polishing off every day, every day, 10 drinks. I, I just – maybe you could every day for 10 days. It's exhausting. With the amount of activities you're doing, yeah. fuck that. It was plenty. I probably spent 50 or 60 bucks a day in, in alcohol. Plenty. Plenty for me. And then – so I, you, I, you know, initially I'm thinking, yeah, that's really ten beers over noon to midnight. But then when you pa- you factor and you're doing five days in a row, that that can be a bit much. Uh, it's too much. You e- have even a day for off. an experienced drinker, uh, yeah. So, yeah. And if so. if you're not, then you're probably too drunk to get to beer ten. So no, I, actually, I think at that cost, I, I, one, I don't know that I could have convinced you know you or whoever I was rooming with to do it. But I would have been more with you as like, you know what, I'm just going to see how much it actually cost me out of pocket because, yeah, you know what, there's probably going to be at least one day, if not two, where it's light to no drinking. Um, just saying. And at one point, you're like, am I an alcoholic? <laughs> because that's, that's a lot of drinking for five days. I mean, if I did that drink, no way. Uh, Jim, no way. Jim, no way. Jim, Jim Jeffrey says there's an alcoholic and then there's a drunk. Uh, yeah. So, you, you you know, you you can drink for five days without being an alcoholic, but probably not. <laughs> but then you're trying my whole point is that if you get that package you want to get your money's worth so you're trying to get to that my point is it's a break even if you drink 10 beers yeah so my you're gonna go 15 because now you're like now i'm in the money i'm in the good Getting zone ahead yeah you know let's see yeah you, and you gotta get you have to do 20 to get down to the price point that i'm comfortable with of five dollars <laughs> so you I, if i'm ever going on the cruise you are not getting the trick package i will not be with <laughs> not gonna happen not gonna happen maybe back in the day fuck five days in a row fuck no i just uh ugh. All day. God, so God bless up, the people that did it. You know what? They're probably not great at math, though. In the time of chimpanzees, I was a monkey. Butane in my veins and a mouth to cut the chunky with the plastic eyeballs. Spray paint the vegetables, dog food stalls with the beefcake pantyhose. Kill the headlights and put it in neutral. Stock car flaming with a loser in the cruise control. Babies in Reno with the vitamin D. 
is sleep on the love seat. So I came saying I'm insane to complain about a shotgun wedding and a stain on my shirt. Don't believe everything that you breathe. You get a parking violation and a maggot on your sleeve. So shave your face with some mace in the dark. Saving all your food stamps and burning down the trailer park. Yo. I'm great. I'm a 130 cookie boxes lighter of uh, of stock. Yes. Last time we uh, talked, you were uh, helping the uh, little Elsie, uh, not Junior, but the the daughter of the of the, the girl of the house there. Uh, MC. 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 Sitting outside of a uh, a grocery store, uh, yelling at people, forcing them to buy uh, overpriced cookies. That's correct. Five dollars a box. Six dollars for the uh, gluten free. Helping a <laughs> helping a young child in their uh, pursuit of I don't even know if they, I don't even think that these kids know what they got themselves into because it was freezing balls out yesterday <laughs> outside of a goddamn uh, Ace Hardware uh, where I will say if you uh, if you want a tip here's here's a Cobra hack if you ever have a cookie booth do it in front of a hardware store why because people are it's much better than a grocery store or other stuff because I think people if you're going in there and it's a Saturday you're like I'm, I'm doing a home project I deserve a treat I bought a hammer. I need some cookies too. <laughs> Every person that came out of that damn place or in bought cookies. 130 boxes in two hours. I don't know what, what nice. that, that that's stat actually is. very extremely brisk. Yeah, uh, I mean, at least it was, in my it was, limited got the, uh, Yeah, you got I got the app going. I'm scanning cards. I'm doing all this kind of stuff. <laughs> it's uh, you know, you know, like you said, like like now now I got to hear the old man. Oh, you got to use an app now to buy some cookies. Why don't you have five dollars <laughs> cash on you? Well, the people now buying you them don't theft. need the app, do they? I just think it's funny. Like, I don't think I would ever hand. I don't care if it has a, a young child w- with him or not, and you know, looks legit and has you know, girls got cookies in the background. I ain't having some random dude scan my fucking credit card for a five dollar box of cookies. But people are doing that all the time. I'm like, just give me some cash, please. Much easier for me. But yes. uh, yeah, that's the deal. That's what I've yeah, I don't doing. know if uh, I've ever talked about it on the show, but uh, even though I work for a printing company, one of our biggest co- customers is Girl Scouts, and we actually uh, handle the fulfillment. Uh, and what that means is basically packing custom orders into a box and shipping them off to your daughter. Like uh, oh, she, she fills you out her do that stuff. part of it. Uh, well, not me personally, but you know right. what I mean? Uh, I, I handle like, uh, organizing the mail list and getting the information into, uh, whatever, you know, the, the shipping software. Uh, but th- so we have pallets of cookies coming in at random times of the year. Uh, so I, I I'm familiar with the behind the scenes process. Uh, I've never sat with, uh, like Jade wasn't a girl scout, so I never had to, to go out and do that stuff. I have, however, been badgered by little bitches, uh, trying to get to, from my car <laughs> to the front door. Uh, one of the many reasons why. Um, Target is better than Walmart because Target does not allow that for anything. No charity, nothing at all. They are like, we want our customers to come and feel luxury and be treated well. Our sure. aisles are clean. Uh, you want you want to step on gum, get harassed by a, an angry mob of Girl Scouts, yes. and uh, find what you're looking for nowhere near where it's supposed to be, go to Walmart. You'll right. save eight cents. I don't buy your true life story. Cause I've seen 
That, uh, on the retail front, uh, it's my wife's birthday this weekend, and um, uh, a, a friend of hers uh, came down with COVID, so the get-together is being rescheduled with, with you know, usually we get together with a handful of people, but uh, sure. so it's just her and I this, this weekend, um, and uh, I decided this year for her birthday, I'm just going to take her to a handful of malls and let her buy some shit. A funny thing happened, though, about three stores into the shopping trip, uh, she decided she wanted uh, a purse that cost a couple hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So I stick my card in, and, it's, and uh, it gets declined. And I'm like, what's going on? It says it, she she reads the message and says, contact your bank. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? So Amy's like, well, I'll just use my card, but our, we have a joint account, right? And I'm like, well, if it's flagging mine, it's going to flag yours. Not at all. Hers goes through. We're leaving the mall uh, to go get some lunch. And I get a call in the car from my bank, and it's this automated thing. And the, 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 the short of the story is I wanted to make sure that I was trying to buy a $200 purse. So it was like, I'm pretty sure my bank was like, uh, there's like a robot somewhere. No way, Jason, buying a $200 purse. <laughs> he well, bought that, one wallet the last 20 years. <laughs> that's what I mean. I, I, I figured I was, I, was, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, this person's like, this is not another copy of The Elder. Uh, so... So Things obviously, this, extravagant purchases that won't set off my bank account. Yeah, your algorithm for your bank for your security is basically he's not buying albums that are decently priced for an album I, I hate. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to have the robot voice say that to me because one of the it went down the last five <laughs> transactions. It was like you know Dunkin' Donuts, a fucking right. uh, Burlington. Oh, the best one was like the the the, the very the, the fifth most recent purchase was the day before, and it was like twenty three dollars at. Liquor store. Right. <laughs> He's like, we know this guy's habits. This is, uh, by the way, more thoughtful and expensive than this guy is willing to t- normally willing to, to, to pay for. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we celebrated with the box of Girl Scout cookies.
premises they're going in to record their 10th album dave has writer's block gets possessed by a demon the demon takes him down a new path by the way love the direction and i hope that record actually does come out they're, they're saying there's like uh uh he, a bunch of these kind of like stoner death metal kind of songs they recorded huh. i know they were they released one track that was kind of cool but i mean it's not fucking foo fighters m- music but uh I actually thought it was was ripping, but and so dave gets more and more possessed and then he starts killing people and then um in the end, things work out the way they work out. I'm not going to ruin the ending for anybody. Uh, yeah, and it has um, Jeff uh, Garland is his name. I think he's from um, yep. Kirby Enthusiasm, Kirby Enthusiasm and, and the Goldbergs. And it has a, a girl who, uh, oh, Whitney Cummings is, is in the movie as well. Oh, really? And there's a girl who's in a bunch of the recent American Horror Story anthology seasons um, in it as well that I recognize. But other than that, it's, it's the, the six guys in the band. And uh, yeah, it's it's all fun. Pat Pat Smears bedtime outfits are are pretty uh, <laughs> comical. Is there um, a Segway chase at any time? There there is not. No, um, but okay. uh, uh, it, it is pretty funny. It's it look it, it's not a terribly great movie by any means, but it, it is a lot of fun, and it was it was nice for a date night uh, with me and the wife. That kind of stuff. It, it's 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 super light, easily digestible, as people might say. But I, I did see like they called it a flop. It came in at tenth with one point five million. And I, I only say this because I'm like, I was a little surprised it was going to be in the theaters because I'm like, well, right. the the audience for that is really fucking limited. Yeah. So I don't think the expectations were much. I wonder what they were. I wonder if, you know, they were almost like the Melvins when they saw they sold 30,000 records. They're like, fucking A, man. And the record company's like, no. Yeah. Like, were they like, like fuck, we 1.5 million, you know? I mean, so, I mean, it was a pretty wide release. It was in all the theaters I looked at. Interesting. Yeah, no, I would I would think that. I was surprised it was in the theater too. I mean, I'll see it. Uh, that's not a movie that, you know, just like you, it got you out of your house to go. St- Dave Grohl brought you back to the movie theaters. You know, yeah. that's not, that's normal. <laughs> that shows what, what a, a rock fan you are, period, or, or Foo Fighters, but they, in general, but like, however you want to put it, if you're a music, ex- uh, you know, a movie executive, are you saying like, okay, Foo Fighters are the, you know, the rock band out there, this will be the main, most mainstream thing they'll push it? I still don't think that, that that in general, even the biggest band in the world, you're going to get that. One point five million for that movie yeah. sounds pretty good. For what did Metallica for, do for their Through the Never? I mean, I mean, I, man, that, that was a huge. Well, I think that cost them. I think they put twenty million into that. Or oh. something like that. And they ended up, <laughs> and they ended up doing um, like at least at most half. It was a big fail, but but that again, that is all bad marketing. I, that's a whole different talk too. The name of it, the kid on the cover for the the uh, posters, all that was just a bad 
bad idea overall. I had no interest in seeing it. I thought it was one of those things. I'm like, you know what? I'll watch it at home. I don't need. I don't need to go. I didn't really understand that. what it was when they were kind of promoting right. it. You know, it was kind of half like concert, a, half terrible story, adventure in between scenes, stuff like that. But yeah, would this you say is the a straight acting, up movie. So yeah, would you say that the yeah. acting is uh, better than Fan of the Park? Slightly. You okay. know what? I would. I'll tell you this, and and I'll, and I'll elaborate in a second. The acting sure. is very much as someone who's shot his own little low budget movies. This is going to be the best Halloween ever. My dad's letting us use his cabin where all those orphans were murdered, and Shore's got a new bikini. Don't forget the reefer. Mom says you're supposed to call her when you get there. Shut up, Jane. <sighs> Plus, there's no cell phone service, so nobody can bother us. All right, who wants some mad dog? Not me. What? Come on, man. It's Halloween. Sorry, guys. I'm going to jerk off later. If you've seen any of my Jesus Chrysler band movies that I've done, mm-hmm. the acting is very on par with that. It's very much, okay. The script very much is the same where there's a lot of like, you know, as a matter of fact, they confirmed this on an interview with Jimmy Kimmel, but it's like, what's my line? Someone off screen, off set is yelling it at them, and then they right. just repeat it. And then they edit the whole movie together when they're all said and done. None of, none of the lines are terribly lengthy. There isn't any long monologues. Uh, now, there was one thing that, that, that popped up pretty quick in the movie, and then I started to see more and more references that I'm pretty sure Dave Grohl uh, is a fan of my work. Uh, there's a lot of inspiration because oh. Oh, really? I've done my own Halloween shorts. Mm-hmm, I've, sure. I've released music and there is some commonalities that, that once you get to that third, fourth and fifth example, it's difficult to ignore or lose. It's difficult to accept. No, cause everything Hold I'm about on. to say, okay go, okay, go ahead, go ahead, please. About, about, but I'm getting the theme that you're saying that there may have been some inspiration for this movie. Inspiration or flat out plagiarism. I don't know. You call really? it. Really? Uh, nope. <laughs> okay. All right. Or, you know, maybe certain ideas aren't that unique and people not connected at all can, can put them together. Uh, but, um, or my personal favorite theory Dave Grohl is Bizarro Baco, or I'm Bizarro Dave Grohl. Ooh. Like, he's rich and famous. I am neither. You know what I mean? Uh, right. he, he's a black haired singer. Or, and I'm a blonde-haired singer frontman. Sure. You know what I mean? All right. A lot, a lot of you, – we could keep going, but I think people get the drift. So no, that's I mean, my I – mean, th- I mean, before you even get into this, I mean, I have seen a lot of likes from Pat Smear on your videos. <laughs> He's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> what a great name, All huh? right. So everything – every claim I'm about to make is easily time-stamped and verifiable. These – everything I'm about to talk about has been on YouTube for years – uh, the, the music I'm going to reference that I've written and recorded and put out there came out in 2008. Okay. Uh, so let's just go down my little personal list of uh, examples of what I'm in. All right. So at one point, there is an exorcism of Dave Grohl, who is possessed by a demon. Now, in my own uh, movie called uh, The Exervention, um, mm-hmm. I am possessed by a demon. Dave is possessed by a demon. An exorcism is attempted by the band members. Now, in mine, they, they actually try an intervention because they, they got it wrong, um, and they, they, they reschedule it for an exorcist. But uh, not the whole band does it. Only the bass player and the guitar player do the, the, the exorcism. In my video, the bass player and the guitar player are the only people doing the, exorvent, or the exorcism. Mm. Okay? That's one. 
That's number one. I'm writing the notes down here. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm looking at this. This one so far might be defendable, but keep yeah. going. All right. There is a vomit scene where Dave just dramatically vomits in a way that like it doesn't like they don't even try to make it look real. Like it looks like there's a tube on the side of his cheek spewing all this stuff out. Sure. Also in the extravention, you can see the exact same thing where I do this kind of ridiculous, doesn't even look like it's possible that I'm actually, like, it's not coming out of my mouth, even though I'm trying to give the visual representation <laughs> that it is. In Brett Michaels' Ghost Zombie, um, my there's favorite. A, yeah, there's a scene where uh, uh, the three of us are looking for Duffy and we find his arm, just his arm. Sure. In the Foo Fighters, uh, uh, Studio 666, uh, there is a scene where Dave is tossing uh, Taylor chopped up body into a wood chipper. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pat Smear and um, uh, Pat and uh, what's the bass player's name? Uh, Steve. Okay, we're just going to go with uh, guitar and drummer are watching and they recognize the arm as the drummers because the, they, rec- they know it's... Um, they know it's Taylor that, that he's tossing in there because they recognize the arm, which is now severed just as it was in Brett Michaels' Ghost Zombie. Um, of course, I already touched on this. The front man is possessed by a demon. Covered that one. And then the whole concept of this, the reason this is happening, the reason he got this, this whole thing, is the, the whole basis of the story is that rock music is dead because we don't have Satan in it any, anymore. Loose, I literally wrote an entire fucking record based on that premise. It, what, what about, oh, yeah, The Devil Were Earth, though. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, there's several songs on that album that is basically saying music was better when people thought it might turn your kid into a Satanist. Right. And that we lost that fear, and then rock became less relevant. Paco, are you surprised that people are, are borrowing from, <laughs> from your, your wealth of, of, uh, of quality entertainment on the YouTubes. Are you surprised to begin with? No, well, a little. You know, I don't know. I guess maybe we all just expect to hear stories of like 
relapses before something like this happens. And I don't know. I guess not always the case. I, I, Taylor's basically been there almost from the beginning, um, uh, from the studio, in the studio past Color and Shape mm-hmm. versus some of them have been in, in and out, some of them with the touring side, uh, with uh, Foo Fighters, but he's been, like it's basically been Dave and Taylor, mm-hmm. uh, essentially. And then w- Wasting Light is is one of the albums, I know it's one of your favorites, if not your favorite, where they Yeah, it's hands down, together. I think it's their best record still. Okay. So. And that, then they decided to come back with Butch Vig and, and, and really bounced uh, more creative, cr- more creatively, not just this is Dave's thing uh, in like working as a band project. So when you see somebody that has this, whatever their persona is that y- you don't know, you know what I mean? Right. And when you see, and that what I hate is the reports of saying like, Hey, by the way, Rockstar, he had 10 substances flowing through his body, whatever the, the immediate thing is. You're like, Oh, okay. He's just all drugged out. But listen, man, there's anytime, you know, I guess in 2001, he had uh, an OD, um, they, you know, uh, they recovered from and things like that. So there's, there's stuff going on. And if you, my whole point is that what we always talk about from the show too, is if, you know, sometimes we hope that you listen to the show as an escape, having fun. Maybe there's stuff going on in your life. Maybe there's mm-hmm. something that somebody that, that, you know, that's, that's, if you have a suspicion, reach out to them more, talk to them more. You know, it's, it's just, that's what that's what kind of hits me sometimes. Yeah, this stuff is, and I and I hate anything that has to do with like what what's wrong with how could everything be so wrong? He's in the Foo Fighters, everything's so great. Yeah. Man, people are fucked up. We're all beautiful messes. So just, <laughs> people are fucked up. That's the, yeah, that's no no that, fucking that, joke there. No joke. And there's so many different things, and everybody's everybody's pain is their own thing or issues, and so just uh, that's all. That's my that's my public service announcement. That part may be upset. be kind of a quick oh good uh um any chance we (laughs) and i believe this might be the first time we get to shoehorn kim kardashian into our show i think it's worth doing uh uh paul stanley kind of have yeah yeah go ahead we have i'm trying to think because i think one time uh, we you mentioned that you thought kanye talk in there we've had Hmm. kanye we've had uh the wap in there yeah Uh, i don't think uh, somehow how can the wow that's like Normal fodder. I think we've actually been quite innovative now, not having a Kardashian talk <laughs> yeah. for yeah. for seven years. Well, if this, I don't know if this is going to totally count Let's as a Kardashian it. talk, but uh, we're, we're going to break okay. the streak. So, uh, yeah, Kim Kardashian so. recently made uh, a headline that I li- I shared because 
I almost I almost used this the the C word, but uh, I, I reserved myself. Uh, probably would have got a three day ban for that too, but would have been worth it. She came out and basically- charisma, charismatic, exactly. Is that the, is that the word? Charismatic uh, uh, cunning <laughs> uh, stunts. Anyway, um, it's in there, people. You can find it. Kim Kardashian uh, made it made a headline. I don't know if she was being interviewed for some fucking rag that needed some attention, um, and. Uh, she basically gave advice to working women out there that want to be successful, a la Kim Kardashian. Okay. Um, and that sure. was... I have the best advice for women in business. Get your f***ing ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. You That's have to so That's so true. Oh, my God. That's so true. That's so true, Kim. You have to surround yeah. yourself with people that want to work. No toxic work environments. And show up and do the work. I mean, I thought this was the whole boomer versus millennials argument. You guys just don't show up and you don't. You're lazy, you're entitled, and you think you want everything handed for you. This comment drove me fucking crazy. This woman, look, and by the way, you're born into what you're born in. You deal with what you got to deal with. And she's been able to take what she had and make it bigger. Good for you. But you don't know what it's like to open a fucking door in your own house. Don't tell me or lecture anybody what it's like. I did see a comment. Uh, and before I segue to Paul Stanley here, I did see a comment on Twitter where someone said, here's a reality TV show idea. Kim Kardashian has to work for a year at, at minimum wage at a retail job and live on that money and then go read the shit she fucking says to and, and, and say it out loud and, and realize what a fucking ignorant lady she is. Uh, <laughs> Paul Stanley. Ignorant charismatic lately. Yeah, charismatic was the word. Uh, uh, Paul Stanley came in with a tweet. Um, now, now, Paul knows a little bit about making money when you have nothing. Uh, and, and what it's like to be a lady. So. player Jake was in the um, uh, running to be the bass player for Steel Panther. I didn't actually hear who won. I assume it wasn't him. Uh, I know he advanced pr- pretty well. Was there any worry that like, w- like was he not going to be in them evils if, if that happened? Or 
No, we would still do our thing. And if okay. we needed a replacement guitar player or a bass player when he was on the road with Steel Panther or any other band, you know, it's not it's not a big deal. We're all just here just trying to make it and do it our own way and do it together. But, you know, we, we support that kind of stuff. Like if I go off and play with another band for a few weeks okay. or go record with another artist, they don't they don't make a stink about it. You know, we're we're just all trying to, you know, make it and be better musicians and you know, we got to look out for ourselves too, just as much as we do our band. And right. we got to have experiences. We can't just be loyal to one band. It's not like a monogamous, monogamous relationship. Like Dave Grohl, you know, he was in Foo Fighters and he was doing Queens of the Stone Age and then he did them crooked vultures. It's like, you know, you got to go out and experience and live and learn and, you know, create other music and have other outlets. You, you, since you brought him up, obviously you've heard about the passing of Taylor Hawkins. <laughs> That was pretty shocking, obviously, it, um, and it's you know, probably the biggest news in music right now. Uh, I don't suppose there's any chance that you guys ever had a chance to cross paths with the Foo Fighters. I do know you've played a ton of festivals, so maybe. Yeah, we actually have. Um, we won this Battle of Bands one time. It was, we played Lost Highway Festival in San Bernardino, California. Um, and then Taylor Hawkins was actually hanging out. And playing with like Fog Hat, and he was, you know, in his little Toyota truck, wow. or whatever truck he had. You thought he'd be driving like a fancy sports car, but he had this old beat up <laughs> small pickup truck. Um, we exchanged a few words with him. He was cool, but I remember we were playing. I think it was Rock on the Range, and uh, we were actually just hanging out and messing with the Foo Fighters. It was mostly Dave Grohl. Uh, Josh Homme was there too. Uh, and we just got, we were there at the right time where they were backstage and, you know, we went up and introduced ourselves and we took some pictures with them and just chatted with them for a little bit. And Dave Grohl gave us a whole case of beer. Um, <laughs> what kind of beer? Of IPAs. Oh. It was a whole bunch of like IPAs okay. and pale ales that they didn't want. Yeah. You know, he's a um, Coors Light guy. <laughs> so. Is he really? Yeah. You know. Yeah. I didn't know that. Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you By now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now Backbeat, the word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out Sure, you've heard it all before, but you never really had a doubt. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. And all the roads we have to walk are winding, and all the lights that lead us there are blinding. There are many things that I. Like to say to you, but I don't know how. 
Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco. I am ju- my and my plus one today is, of course, the comedian uh, Courtney Cronin Dold uh, of uh, La La Land. You're you're a big Hollywood star, a famous comedian. Um, big 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 star. Big, I do have big star. I do have do have one thing I need to hit you with. I was disappointed to find out recently that you will not be covering the Vikings for ESPN this year, like you have the last few years. So. Uh, that no. was, a, that, what, was it something I said? I don't know. I No, I think, which, by the way, she does not find funny at all uh, that we have the same name. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I've been crone and doled for long enough, but no one wants to just it, admit it or cement it, yeah. you know, for some reason. I, I mean, I'll be married 12 years this year. It's not like we, you know, it's been five seconds. It's been a while since I've had my name. But Courtney Cronin, back when she started doing that she and i were the only courtney cronins like on social media Mm -hmm. there was like no one else and now there's like 20 and i'm like no get out of here we were here first no i'm kidding but people would tweet (laughs) to her i feel like you were one of them oh i've done it i I think i've almost always made sure you knew when i did it so it's been about two three two or three times not not a ton uh but yeah back before i picked up oh sorry i was gonna say back before i picked up my computer and smashed it and said no more twitter um it's so triggering, like all the crazy stuff that was going on with all the comedians and stuff. I just, my head exploded because there was so much I knew that was truth. And from just being part of this for 25 years and all the female comics, we tell each other everything, you know. In like the bathroom? The one, the one, we do. I mean, there's a, I'm not a, a lot of us of that have been doing comments it. I'm going to make a handful of sexist comments if that's okay. Well, no, no, it's okay. Hmm. There's, there's not a lot of us that have been doing it 20 <laughs> Plus years. I mean, we all pretty much know each other, but the, you know, the new girls, the 10 and under girls, like there's so many, I don't even know a lot of them. They don't really, not a lot of them do it like all the time. They do it in LA or in New York, you know, but like back then we all told each other everything. Sorry, I'm yelling. Um, We told each other everything and everyone, I mean, I knew that Louis CK stuff like 10 years before it even came out, maybe more than 10 Hmm. because it happened at a comedy festival that they don't even do anymore. Because of Louis? With this, <laughs> the Louis thing. Yeah. No, no, no. But, I mean, just all that stuff, like, we already knew. So this, all this stuff started coming out on Twitter about a couple people, and I'm just like, yeah, we've known this for 20-plus years. We've all known this. And then I saw, like, a handful of women I knew kind of stepping up to the plate, and I'm like, I'm going to fucking smash my computer. So I I literally had to just delete my Twitter and delete it. I didn't go back for almost two years. I just went back because of the Kiss Cruise, I think. Someone's like, I'm trying to tweet you, or maybe it was rock solid. I'm trying to tweet you, where's your Twitter? And I'm like, oh, man. All right, I'll get another one. I'll just block <laughs> all those things that set my head on fire. But, you know, to go back to your thing where it's like you want to ask women in the business, like, oh, is it different being a woman? Honestly, before I go on stage, it never occurs to me. And while I'm on stage, it never occurs to me that I'm different from the other comics. It doesn't occur to me at all. I'm just there doing my point of view, same as they do their point of view. In my style, same as they do in their style. It's just maybe there's women in the crowd that will relate more to what I'm saying than some some guys. But when I'm like on the Kiss Cruise or on Monsters of Rock, I felt like it was like 50-50 in the room. I didn't feel at all like a woman or 
at all like I was being viewed as the female comic, right? Um, but it was kind of fun to like say the things I said and like have both teams kind of on board. Mm. You can't do that in a regular comedy club. The whole room is in, in the whole room at the comedy club. Doesn't just cause they all love comedy. Doesn't mean you guys all have a connection, but <laughs> like, you know, with a, with, but if you're all women, pod, you all go into the bathroom and hit each other with pillows. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. We're like, Oh my God, how's your vagina? Mine's great. <laughs> heard about this guy i immediately hated him um and and had an issue with 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 his approach to his brand um and i'm talking about eric church he recently made some news by basically telling his fans i hope you don't mind uh if i cancel your plans for the weekend because there's a basketball game and i really want to watch it but we'll, we'll touch on that in a second i want to go back about 10 years he was playing here in minnesota at the at the the state fair and i'd never heard of the guy before but there were people walking around with these shirts that said eric church and for, i don't even know how i put it together i probably didn't even care until i saw the one that pissed me off and one of them that that was uh, walking around it was like horns up like this and it had some like clever like don't forget to go to church kind of slogan on there okay Here's the thing, like we we've talked about this. The Grammys don't care about hard rock and metal, hip hop, and I mean, how many times do, the, do these when they do do anything like that? And I'm talking, I'm mentioning the Grammys because of a broad based view of what rock and metal is, right? The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Sure. Everybody, you know, if, if you say why are you putting rap artists in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, everybody's like, oh, you big rock guys are just such babies. It's like, well, I don't, I don't. Fine, put them in. Uh, and then if you fuck up, if, if you uh, give Megadeth an award and play Metallica music for them on the way up, we're just supposed to go, <laughs> oh, well, of course they didn't know. If you have 
no of the none of the hard rock or heavy metal categories are ever televised on the Grammys anymore. Um, you they routinely do this stuff. But here's what rappers and country people do: they want to call themselves rock stars. They want to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They want to use the fucking metal horns for fuck's sake. Oh, okay. fuck you! If we're that unimportant, why do you want to be a rock star? Why don't why, why did you get into country music if you wanted to go metal? Do you want to be Rob Halford or do you want to be Conway Twitty? Make up your fucking mind. So you're mad about the uh, the uh, appropriate appropriation of the devil. The, the appropriation of yeah, the, the cultural <laughs> appropriation. Again, I don't care if people like what I like or not. Do what the fuck you want. I mean, I, I think it's sad that this guy matters to enough people that this was a news story. But you know what? It uh, he does. He he sells a lot of tickets. He's got a lot of fans and all that stuff. So yeah. So the the bring it fast forward here. Um, take it away from the cultural aspect of 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 Eric Church and what that means to a very specific incident involving him. He is apparently a big fan of the the um, North Carolina Tar Heels, and they made it to the Final Four in the NCAA tournament this year. Not March Badness, March Madness, just to make... Uh, yes, the real thing. Yeah, No, no. No, they're both real. Uh, they both literally <laughs> happened and existed. Yeah, okay. So, right. one, is a, one is a pun. One is a podcast tournament. One is a college basketball tournament. You're correct. Listen, yes. I, I don't mean to take anything away. You're Eric Church in this, Badness. man. You're Eric Church in I really this. Am. I'm sorry. I'm, I apologize. Is that going to be a thing? Uh, yeah, apparently. Yeah, it is now. <laughs> so Churchy. four days before a concert on a Saturday. So I mentioned that because basically if he was playing in San Antonio on a Tuesday, I don't know that it would have affected <laughs> as many people. But, but when, you know, yeah. people will travel for these concerts, regardless of the day it is. They'll book hotel rooms. Some of them might be non-refundable, including their airfare. Some people will drive, plan on driving hours. They'll take time off of work. They'll, they'll use vacation time. Uh, businesses around these areas are staffing for this expected surge of a crowd. You know, they look at the calendars of the, the, the arenas that their businesses are near so that they know when, when to have the, the proper amount of people on staff. You're affecting the lives of th- at least 20,000 people all right yeah at the very least and 40 what about before, all those what about all those uber and lyft drivers ready to take people to and from the place this is put it all in there thing. but they're independent contractors in. they're independent contractors so nobody cares yeah no at all everything is affected everybody that was planning on, on using this you know and things do happen i mean people get sick concerts get canceled this isn't the first time but this is the first yeah, time yeah. i remember someone being so brazenly open and honest and selfish about this which he got credit for by some people and i'm about to get into that too but fuck him Fuck his, this whole thing. Here's the deal. He wanted to go because, boy, I sure do like them Tar Heels. And I know this is selfish, but, boy, this is a big game. Would you like to guess how many times the North Carolina uh, Tar Heels have been in the Final Four, Elsie? Um, I'm going to say in the last 40 years, five, maybe five times. 21 times. 21 times they made it to the to the final four? Yeah, and that's definitely probably that mostly is actually in the last staggering. Yeah. Okay. So okay. and I didn't uh, know it was that many. Now do you know do you know who has more appearances in the final four than them? Uh probably Duke. Nobody. No. They literally is have been really? to this wow. event more than anybody else. Now here's the part that I love because look, I don't mind watching a little uh tournament action. I like doing a bracket once a year, all that kind of stuff. 
and like when it doesn't matter with college sports, if the Minnesota teams are, are good, I'll pay a little attention when they get kind of close to this good stuff. But I didn't go to any of these schools. My kids didn't go to these schools. I don't have any personal allegiance. I'm not a Purdue Boilermaker like you. You know what I mean? So it didn't really yeah, bother yeah. me when that uh, college I'd never heard of beat them. Uh, again, I was surprised to find out Eric Church went to fucking college. But I was not surprised to find out that he did not go to North Carolina. So this isn't even his fucking... And none of this would have excused it. None of this would have made it. He went to Appalachian State. He's just one of those fucking poser packer, like, just sits down there and go, I grew up watching the Tar Heels. You know, these are fucking people's kids. It's just, oh, my God. And the fact that if how anybody could still be a fan of, of his. But I did see a couple of people, uh, a, a fellow podcaster being one of them, that said, well, at least he was honest about it. You got to give him credit for that. You know why he was honest about it, Luce? Because fucking why? cell phones are everywhere. He was going to get seen there. If he came up with a bullshit excuse, somebody would have fucking caught him and said, I thought you no. were dealing with a no. problem with the family or you're sick. <laughs> I will go against that part because I can t- say – that that is what he should have done to begin with is to fake an injury, come up with some bullshit. Somebody on his staff gets COVID. He puts on a nice mustache. He puts on a wig or whatever like that yeah. or he goes and, and goes into in the pretty people, goes into the pretty people box seats, something. He could have hidden himself. He could have done it, but not even going into that. But I, just the again, fact again, I don't see I how that is a defense. <laughs> no, I, I'm not saying it's defense. I'm saying that that is how appalling it is to actually cancel a concert saying I got other shit to do. Well, he wouldn't have been able to enjoy himself like with a wig and a, and a beard. OK, and a fake beard. I don't know. Yeah, I think you can enjoy yourself. No, with, 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 I think he wants people to see I'm fucking Eric Church and I'm, you know, you know, it's it's like Matt Damon and Ben Adflack at the Boston Red Sox in the World Series. They wanted everybody. Look, we're Boston guys that it's important right. to him. But I'm saying but I'm saying that is what is the most appalling thing and, and, uh, and surprising about this is that he would think that people would have a positive reaction to that at all. Think about how much money. That he had to give. There's some not. He's giving up a payday too, and a payday for a lot of people on this. I I don't know how the exact contract works, but I guarantee a fucking week before, there's something exclusion like renting out the place, all these things like that. You have to be in a again though, but but you have to go ahead. You're 100 right, but guess what? He can afford it, and the the other end can afford it, and I don't give a fuck that a very small. We're talking a handful of people affected by what you're talking about. So fuck him. Right. If he wants to pony up that check. Now, if he wants to turn around and say, everybody who bought a ticket, here's where you log into. I will personally refund you every one of those tickets. And if there was any kind of travel expense, if you took time off, vacation time off, put that in here. If there's any hotel fee you had, I will cover literally the fucking cost of everything. So I can go to this basketball game. I'm like, that's a balls move. That that guy really wants to go to this game, but but right. no. To say to a promoter like, okay, you know, here's the the guarantee that I'll give back plus a fifty thousand dollar penalty, and for a show that's gonna be rescheduled for money, he's gonna get back. That is no. That fuck him. With a little love and some tenderness, we'll walk upon the water. We'll rise above the mist with a little peace. And some harmony We'll tear the world together We'll tear them by the hand Cause I got a hand for 
Presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. It never dawned on me how much walking I used to do until I bought a house in the suburbs. Like when I'd say, I'm going for coffee, of course I was walking. But now it's like three miles, and no latte's worth that. I find myself inviting people on walks with me, like it's a scheduled activity. This morning, my neighbor asked me what I'm doing, and I actually said, I'm going for a walk with Nancy. Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 